Well, greeting viewers and listeners to CHP Talks. Here we are again with another special guest. And our guest today is Mr. Seth Vane, who is writing a book or he's putting together a, a book of photos about the uh, truckers convoy and what took place in Ottawa. So uh, just going to welcome you first, and then I'll give you a just tiny bit of an introduction, Seth. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for coming, Mirad, and uh, thank you for coming across my work. As an in independent photographer, I really appreciate everyone who had a chance like to see what I'm doing, and uh, I'm really glad for the invitation today. Thank you. Uh, so for those who don't know, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to tell you that I'm in a another Tim Hortons this week in uh, the town of Musomin, Saskatchewan. And uh, we had a big snowstorm here the other night. The roads were closed. Uh, uh, power lines were down. Power was off. But everything's back up and running today. Sun is shining. The roads are dry. And uh, we are heading, my wife and I are heading to Ottawa for the March for Life on May 12th. But in the meantime, we are in a Tim Hortons here in Musumin with the opportunity to speak to Mr. Seth Bain, who is an independent photographer focused on social issues and human rights. And uh, for the past two years, he's been documenting the freedom protests across Canada. And in early 2022, he spent 21 days in Ottawa in the nation's capital, capturing all the events on Parliament Hill from beginning to end. And he is uh, producing a book, uh, a picture book, a photo, a photo book that you will want to have uh, in your collection. And, and so we're going to ask him about the book, the, where it's at, and uh, how you can learn more about it, and how you can help him get that book uh, to market. So Seth, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being in Ottawa, first of all. Uh, it's very important that uh, the events that happen are documented and uh, there's nothing, a picture's worth a thousand words. So you have captured, I don't know how many, how many thousands of pictures, but you have uh, seen what's going on in Ottawa. First of all, why don't you just tell us what your perception was of, of the freedom, uh, the truckers freedom convoy. You know, there's been a lot of negative publicity about it from the mainstream media and from the government. But uh, the people we talk to tell us a different story, say it was a, a joyous and wonderful event. So what, what was your perspective? Well, for me, it was, you know, it was kind of like the culmination after two years of uh, people protesting, like the government restrictions that was that came along like with the with the pandemic and uh, I don't know, like my, my, I need to start like a little bit for, for the background because I, I've been part of a media back in, uh, back in Europe, like back in Bulgaria. And uh, while I was like part, part of a media, like of, of, uh, as a staff photographer, my media w was, I don't know how to say, like they didn't like the idea to feature social issues that I've been like pursuing like to document like in, in that and my overall experience was like that. So coming to Canada was uh, another chance for me like to pursuing a professional career in the photojournalism. I've been awarded in, a, in from different organizations over the past. And uh, right after the pandemic started, I just saw how uh, 
the network of photojournalists that I I built over the the past six seven years. Uh, I just had like some complete backlash of the content that I'm producing because most of the people that I was in, in touch with, they was they were already part of like mainstream media and none of the mainstream media was supportive like any of the information that was coming out of like independent sources as we all know like there was a narrative there and this kind of like pushed me even more like to uh i'm i live in toronto so i was very focused in the protest in toronto but uh every time when i had a chance like to travel across the country go to montreal ottawa quebec different places i was always trying like to get in touch like and uh, see how like the, the communities like react on that like uh, across the country so yeah. the the trucker convoy as much as was like you know like the um i kind of like feel just like empower people because up to now there was no like main and big organization or or or, or some part of like our of our function of society that stand behind like different doctor organizations like and you know like nursing one they try like throughout their unions but none of that was like successful they they all were like you know laid out of work and and silenced like very quickly so the trucker was was something that you know kind of like gave a power like to a people i don't know if you had a chance like to be in ottawa like throughout like the january february events but people over the weekends they were like coming constantly the ones who were coming they didn't want it to go the one who went like they wanted to come back because i i come i came to canada back in 2014 i come from uh, from bulgaria i lived for uh, my family majority of my family live in Italy for quite a while as well. So I had a chance to live in Italy as well. And uh, I come from a background to where we are like pretty social, while Canada or especially Toronto, when I spent most of my experiences, everybody's busy, you have like to schedule things and, uh, you know, social life, in a way, it's kind of like, more limited due to like, you know, like to, to the way of living. And uh, going in Ottawa kind of like gave me a chance like to see selection of uh, re representation of the whole Canada because there were people literally from the whole Canada ordinary people working people and that's something that you don't see every day like to to events for me as a as a person who is not Canadian like was not born here was uh, was amazing and uh, everyone come like came together it doesn't matter like uh, race uh, background uh, religion none of that like nobody was talking about that there was no um, just everyone was together and at the same time was no media to to cover it like for being there for 21 days i saw majority of the mainstream media they came in the end when there was the heavy police so they have action in their in their articles and their images but the actual vibe people were not there like on, on monday evening when it's a quiet when there is a trucker going out like to have a cigarette and you have those close moments like with people they were not captured you know 
So um, when you went there, did you, uh, what did you expect to see? Did you expect to see uh, violence? I mean, we launched people from Northern BC. I was not able to go at that time. I had other things that I wasn't able to leave behind. And then I couldn't fly. I would have flown down, but I'm, uh, because of my vaccinated status, uh, I can't get on an airplane in Canada. So one of the one of the things that we're certainly concerned about with the mandates. But um, you know, we did have people going from the north, both with from northern BC with trucks, and also other people drove down in cars just to be there. And they we got tremendous reports from them on a daily basis. And uh, we had a good friend who was there with nine trucks, and he was sacrificing a tremendous amount of uh, potential income. You have your nine nine of your uh, money making trucks uh, sitting sitting idle, but but I think they were doing a very important purpose, even though the government rejected the message. I think it was uh, so important that the the truckers and other supporters stayed there. Did you see any of the? Uh, so-called uh, Nazi flags, things like that. Did, did you see any evidence of that no. whatsoever? Even the one that was highly like, uh, that picture that was highly like distributed over like the mainstream, uh, I missed that. I was, the whole Parliament Hill like area was like quite stuck, like, and it was taking time like to be on one of the sites and go on the other side, like it, takes you like approximately like half an hour with with all the people around or so on so i'm constantly in a move like when i when i don't sit on one spot so i missed that moment when there was this nazi flag <laughs> unfortunately you, you must have blinked at the wrong time <laughs> yeah apparently uh but no like none of that like uh quite opposite like you know for for me the whole story was uh uh having it like close uh, i arrived in canada like two days before the the actual like first trucks and vehicles start like arriving and everything was quiet there was a heavy like uh, opp police presence as soon as like we appear like there was a uh, cars who like passed with uh with the flags or something they were like showing up like three or four vehicles but uh nothing major what appears to me, it's upon the arrival of the trucks, everything was like kind of like so organized in a way. And by saying that, I, I know like I can, you know, like provoke a lot of a lot of discussion. But what I saw was like initially we didn't saw like response from the government knowing that, you know, there is a 50,000 trucks or that was the initial claim that are like coming like towards Ottawa no preparation and upon upon the arrival i was actually expecting like something different but the the at the beginning police was like very cooperative like with the with the protest because the first truck who arrived with the f through the world like on on his trailer like the the big massive truck there was a six police officers directing that truck where to park while he was approaching the parliament hill and you know i've been to a, a little bit of protests around like europe and uh here in canada as well and it's not something usual like you know like it was kind of organized in a way and uh after that i don't think any of the truckers was uh, i i spoke to a lot because you know like 
a lot of preparations like seemed like to be behind like preparing like those trucks but as you said like as as the the person you mentioned like many people just decided like to uh, support the idea and join the convoy while the organization and the actual setup on how we're going to put those trucks on parliament hill was something different it was not was not something that the actual truckers as far as far as i know was they were involved like in in that process yeah so um let, let's get to your book now the book uh, i'm not sure what stage it is in uh, but uh first of all give the name the title of your book and uh, describe how uh, how you know how uh, what what stage you're at with it when it when you expect it might be available and how people can help you get it off the ground because it's a tremendously important book as we were saying before the meeting i, I mentioned that uh, dwight eisenhower after the, the liberation of the uh, holocaust concentration camps said uh, he, he wanted photographers in there and videographers to record it because he said otherwise people won't even believe it they'll forget that it ever happened they won't even believe how horrible it was so so uh, you and other photographers and videographers um, making uh, documenting this event i think is tremendously important and thank you for being there but uh, tell us a bit about the title of your book and and what people can expect when they get a copy of it um so i spent 21 days in ottawa basically i've been there from the very beginning to the very end i just came back to home to toronto for a couple of days when there was the the convoy to toronto coming in the middle and uh, i also aside of being photographer i also uh, since last year like uh, i started being like a drone pilot and uh, i accumulated a very good amount of uh, content more than fifteen thousand photos both from from the air and from the ground and uh, um, I try as much as I can like to spend, uh, regardless of the minus temperatures, like with uh, six layers on me, I've been out there for almost like eight to 10 hours a day, but uh, I loved it, it was, uh, was a great experience. And this is, uh, this is something that I wanna put, I'm completely independent. I'm not affiliated with any organization or media. And uh, I highly, highly like value that in my work because this gives me, the ability like to have zero shape over my work. I can go there and document something in a completely row and uh, my background in the, in the field allows me to do it on a professional level, which I'm excited to do so. And I'm very passionate overall about photography and about the subject, the, um, the, the Freedom Convoy and as a man, seeing like a big machines that you cannot explain to yourself how they work it's like exciting <laughs> they look very <laughs> interesting so a lot of uh, i put a lot of passion in in those images and after coming back home like reviewing what i have my girlfriend just dropped me the, the idea why don't you like create like some sort of a, like a, of a publication and uh I don't know. It it just hit me after all the 
the broken campaigns, the frozen accounts, and and so on. I myself am. I, I started photography when somebody gave me like a photo album of uh, Steve McCurry, and I just fell in love with those portraits in there. So ever since I'm collecting those, and once in a while you open those those beautiful albums and your mind just flows like with the with the history like there and uh, with the times and I was like we need to do that for for the for the convoy because uh, from everywhere you you google it now to do some research about it and you cannot find any any of those like beautiful messages and words that we were seeing like over the web because everything is silence everything disappears and uh, with the books, it's a little bit different. You have to burn it. You cannot hide it. <laughs> and the, this is how the idea of the book came. So I wanted to create a high-quality photography book. But this is, you know, a market that also is, like, very expensive um, in a way. So in order, like, to have a good balance, like, in terms of, like, price and uh, something that is going to last in history and be a good quality. Um, I found a local producer in Canada that can produce 11 and a half by eight and a half hardcover books. And this is going to be the size of the book. It's going to be 150 pages where I'm going to include uh, uh, the goal is to include around like 100 curated of my best photographs, both from air and from the ground. And we're currently working on, uh, I don't know if you if you have a, had a chance, like when you see those National Geographic magazines, see, they discuss like certain subject, they usually create like an infographic at the beginning of the article. So I, I wanna create something similar for the, for the time being like of the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa and um, how many vehicles participate, how many people We're working on a research because it's a lot of like controversial like numbers out there. And uh, we're trying like to see also like from my drone footage, like and try like to make more kind of like accurate, like determination. Well, well, that's right, because so, you know, you can hear all different kinds of numbers. Uh, some people want to make it a very small number of, of trucks and people. Some people may be exaggerating it a bit. Uh, we, we want the truth. Uh, we don't uh, we don't want to try to uh, create a, a false reality. We want uh, to understand what really happened. And uh, I'd like to know, for instance, I don't know if we'll ever find out what it costs the government to bring all those policemen in on the, when they crushed the uh, the protest in the last couple of days. I think that we would be shocked if we knew the amount of money that was spent on. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure the amount of money will be ridiculous because the amount of force and equipment they got there was uh, something that I don't know if you ever had before in Canada, even yeah. like during G20 protests, like back so, in 2010. So give us again the, the name of the book, the title of the book. Uh, the name of the book is going to be Freedom Convoy 2022 Ottawa, because this is where it all started. And uh, um, as I mentioned, it's going to be hardcover book, around like 150 pages. 
minimum 150 pages maybe it's going to be a little more now we're like around like 75 percent done with the design of the book they're currently uh running like a fundraising campaign uh you can visit the campaign like through my uh web page uh, and you can follow the links there it's gonna direct it to our like uh fundraising page uh which is not exactly for the page because I'm, uh, I'm i'm taking obligation everyone who like donates like over like certain amounts uh, i'm obligating like to deliver a, a copy of a book different promotional material prints or like postcards so we can spread more uh news about the event but basically the idea is like to uh, my goal is to print around like 2000 copies of the book and uh, we'll see how it goes with that. So far, the the campaign was running uh, around like two weeks. It's a little bit slow, but I'm happy because uh, I don't I don't have any, as I mentioned, I, I'm not affiliated with the media. Like I'm just like one man show, like a, a passionate guy with a with a camera with 15 years of experience, and. Uh, I hope people enjoy it because uh, it really like uh, it, I don't want to give a good word like to, to like to, to my photos, but uh, with some of them, I'm really proud. I cannot hear you. Yeah, I think you I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the book title is Freedom Convoy 2022 Ottawa. Yes. And uh, the author or the author, the photographer who's putting it together is Seth Vane. S-E-T-H-V-A-N-E. And uh, your website, uh, can people get there by going to sethvane.com or what, what is uh, what is your website? Yes, people can visit at uh, sethvane.com. They can uh, check out my social media, Facebook or Instagram, again, like sethvane. And uh, basically, yes. Yeah. And and you are looking for and needing people to step up and uh, contribute. And there are, if they go through your website, I was there just a few minutes ago. Uh, there are, they can choose how much they want to give to help you get the book uh, off the ground. And uh, with, I think, uh, $75 contribution, they actually would get a copy of the book uh, when it That's comes out. There, they can give more if they like and get uh, other benefits, uh, or they can give a smaller amount just to help you get it going. So, uh, in either case, I think people would uh, be doing Canada a service. They would do a service to their fellow Canadians if they would help Seth Bain get his book, Freedom Convoy 2022 Ottawa, off the ground and into the hands of fellow Canadians. Uh, anything you would like to say, Seth, before we close off uh, for this interview? I I would like to thank everyone who who came out there. I'm sure like a lot of people had uh, an unbelievable experience times that they're gonna carry with, with them like through their whole lives. And uh, thank you for you for having me uh on your show and giving me a chance like to uh spread the word about about my work and my book and uh i hope uh i hope you know like a uh, hundred years from now when uh your grandkids like look at that uh 
and they remember what you were doing on what guys like me were doing and uh you know it's yeah. it's gonna carry the message yeah it sounds like this book would be a great uh gift book for uh kind of a coffee table book for people to uh give for birthdays and uh, christmas and so on because this certainly is a moment in canadian history we've lived through it some of us were in ottawa some of us were not but uh, Canada lived through this time. We're, of course, we're still going through the uh, brutal, tyrannical uh, lockdowns and mandates, uh, especially the vaccine mandates, vaccine passports. I know I can't fly. Um, that's, there are several lawsuits going forward for, because of that. And um, we do need our government to pay attention to the people and these uh the truckers have done a noble service to our country by bringing that message to ottawa and uh, we thank you seth vane for being there and recording it i'm going to give you the name of the book one more time freedom convoy 2022 ottawa and sethvane.com is where you, people can find out more about you and your work thanks very much for joining us today thanks very much for having me Rob. god bless you yeah, god bless you Thanks for listening to CHP Talks. For more content you don't want to miss, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast, CHP Talks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. To view our weekly episodes in a video format, you can find us on Brighteon at brighteon.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. On BitChute at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash chp canada now social media censorship and the cancel culture have restricted what we can discuss on youtube but most of our programs can still be found on youtube at youtube.com forward slash c forward slash chp canada thanks for joining us please share this information with others after all speaking the truth is an act of love I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of CHP Canada, and your host of CHP Talks. See you next week.